Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Any good to know that when we come in God's house, there's nothing compares to the God that we serve. There is no power, no authority. There is absolutely nothing out there that compares to the God that we serve. We serve the God of Israel, the God of Jacob, the God of Isaac, the father of Jesus, the God Almighty, the one who spoke out of absolute nothingness, everything that we have, everything that we see, we get to serve and worship Him. There on the screen it says, hey you, follow me. This morning as I've thought back over really this week and leading up to, I love the end of the year, I love going into a new year. The Sunday school lessons this morning and all the classes was anticipation. Isn't there great anticipation in going into next year? Aren't you excited about what God is going to do? And here's the thing. You guys, you're on a work calendar that's different than the church calendar. Church calendar, we get to turn the page over and we get to see 20. 21 and we get to say January the 1st and, and we get to kick off new things and start new things and new ideas and plans and dreams and hopes and all of that stuff. And many of you have done this so many, so many years. I sit out and I'm so excited at the end of the year for the first of the year and I look out over you guys and this is about what I see. Everybody's just kind of sitting there. You think, yeah, I got to go to work Monday. Yeah, I got uh, quotas still to meet, work still, same old, it's just another day. The, this group over here is like, yep, I got to go to school. Preacher's excited, and I got to go to class. But you know, it, it is. We, we do, because here's the deal, we serve an awesome God. Who in the world can compare to the God that we serve? And no, 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 I know 2020 was not what we expected. You know, we could go back to this time last year, same I was down there, or whoever, I think Brother John was here, and y'all were excited about the new year, the anticipation of, of going into a new year. It's always there. There is an excitement, but sometimes God throws you a curveball, like what 2020 has been. I was, I was thinking earlier, I, I can't remember a year quite like this one. Nobody saw this coming. It, you know, it wasn't the year of the distraction, it was more of the I'd say a family. That's what y'all said. I, I think they, uh, Josh mentioned that in his class, that this year was the year of the family here on the hill, here for Chapel Hill. It was the year of the family. And, and think about it, even though COVID hit, even though sickness and, and quarantine and social distancing and masks and words that we never had dreamed of came, it was still the year of the family. Why? Because guess where we all had to go back to? We all went home. We all got to spend more time with family this year probably than we've got to spend in a very, very long time. So it was the year of the family and not just for us, but the whole church family period was able to go back. I can remember early on in COVID talking about how God had taken all the distractions, the ball games. The, all the things that we used to run to and, and we just chased. It was like we were constantly chasing ourselves. We were passing and repassing, never actually sitting down and enjoying anything in the past. But this year, guess what? God took all those distractions out of the way. So it wasn't the year of the distraction for sure. I'd say it really was the year of the family. God brought us back. He slowed us down. He made us 
He made us reprioritize what really, really mattered. And, you know, honestly, it is our relationship with Him. It is our relationship with those that are next to you and seated close by you. That's where it matters. That's where... Because when the home starts breaking up, when the home starts shattering, when relationships, when husbands and wives don't even know each other because they're so far apart and they're running and chasing all those different things that seem to be important, God took all that away this year. God took all the non-essentials away and He gave us each other and He gave us... so. You know, when you look back over the year, it was, it was a different year. It was a, it was a tough year. Um, many of you lost loved ones during the year. Many of you uh, may have lost jobs during the year, lost financial resources, lost stuff. We lost things in 2020 that we'll never get back on this side of eternity. Things changed forever. I'd say they've really changed forever. And Casey mentioned it. God's working all things out for the good. We don't serve an accidental God. We don't serve an uh uh-oh God. He's not up there in eternity scratching his his chin saying, Oh wow, what am I going to do now? No, God knows exactly what He's doing. In your home, in your career, in your health, in your finances, in your family, in your sphere of influence, God knows exactly what He's doing. He's not surprised. He's not caught off guard. He's not wondering. He is completely in control. This morning, I want to... I'd say it's a nugget... That will honestly prepare you, not just for the coming year, but I'd say for, for years and years and years, till we meet Him. It's a nugget that you can take this morning, really. Uh, it just, I just want to teach, I just want to rock, I just want to cheer, I just want, to, I just want you to, uh, young people and adults and marrieds and couples and just every single one of you, I just want you to, if you're a believer, if you're a Christian, I just want you to, to, to grasp this this morning. It's not, it's not complicated. It's very, very simple. And I think that's what Jesus taught. He looked at common everyday things and he, and he implemented them in his teaching to his disciples. Hey, you. I want you to hear a voice this morning. I want you to hear God screaming through eternity to you right now. I want you to hear him. Hey, you. Hey, you! I was, I was driving up on the hill this morning, and I'm thinking, how am I going to illustrate that? I'm like, I'm not going to pull nobody up on the stage. Yeah, I am. Hamilton, come here. <laughs> come here. This is what I want you to see. I, visibly, I want you to visibly see this. No, look at me. I want you to see God in eternity. Hey, you! Hey, you! 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 Hey, you! Hey! Hey, you, that's what God is doing this morning right here, right now. Whether you're in the room, whether you're in the uh, gym, whether you're watching somewhere else, God is shaking you, saying, hey, you, hey, you, hey, through all the noise, through all the chaos, through all that is life, hey, you, 
That's what God is doing. Y'all see it? So imagine the God of this universe is tapping you. Hey, you. Hey, you. He's shaking you. Hey, you. He ain't talking to your neighbor. Don't, don't, don't wake up now and bump your wife and say, you need to tell me about it. Listen to this one and fall back asleep. No, you. Wake up. Because that's one of the biggest things that Satan does is, is he's got our eyes so many other places and, 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 and we, hear God, we hear God on a Sunday like this say, yes, Lord, I'm listening. But then here's, here's us where God's saying, hey, you, and I'm listening. And then we're so easily distracted. Hey, I, I hear you, God. Yeah, I understand. I'm listening, God. See, that's what we do. We're so easily pulled away. We're so easily distracted. We're so easily messed up. That's why this nugget, I can't tell you how often I've gone to this simple conversation right here. I can't tell you how many times in in life, in ministry, that I've gone to this simple text, this simple conversation, because it's, it's so fundamental to our existence as believers. It's so fundamental to our, our, our being what God wanted us to be and, and us maturing and, and growing and becoming who He saved us to be. And let me go ahead and tell you, Satan's going to throw every roadblock there is in your face. He's going to throw everything he can. He's going to throw the kitchen sink at you if you'll take this serious. If you take this serious, he's going to throw the kitchen sink, the house. He's going to throw the whole acre at you. Because he don't want you listening. He wants you, yeah, but what about her? No, you. Yeah, yeah, but, but what about that one over there? You. Well, but what about that group over there? No. Hey, you. Father God in heaven, help us hear what you're about to say right now. God, we want to be effective in our walk. We want to be effective in our ministry. We want to be effective sons and daughters of yours on this earth that you have us on this, in the centers of influence that we have been given, Lord, the people that we come in contact with, that, Lord, we have an influence in. God in heaven, we want to be your instruments. God, if 20... If 2020 taught us anything, it was to be flexible. It, was, it, it taught us to take our calendars and take our, take our rigid agendas and structure and to just sort of say, okay, God, I give you my planner, I give you my calendar, I give you my, all of my dreams and all of my hopes and everything that I said I'm going to do, and I'm just going to sit here and wait on you to tell me what to do. God, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that this body of believers that is called Chapel Hill Baptist Church that assembles here on this hill, God, that we would hear your voice this morning 
in a new and in a fresh way and hear you specifically speak to us individually. And hear that command. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Hey, you. Follow me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've got your Bibles, turn with me over to the very end of the book of John. John chapter 21. In John chapter 21, we hear a conversation. It's a very important conversation between Jesus and Peter and John. It's actually the, the most of the conversation is between Peter and Jesus. Jesus here is talking to Peter and he's, he's basically telling him what the outcome of his life is going to be. He's telling him the fulfillment about really how he's going to die. He's getting in some, into some great detail here in Peter's life. Don't you wish you knew the rest of the story? Don't you wish you knew the end of the story? Guys, I don't think any of us in this room could handle the rest of the story. We couldn't handle next. We couldn't handle what's around the corner. We couldn't handle what's to come. We couldn't handle knowing what this time next year would look like. That's why God doesn't give us that crystal ball into way out there. He gives us right here. Right here. He gives us right here. Peter's being told here, beginning in John chapter 21, beginning in verse 18, he says this, Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to gird yourself and walk wherever you wished, but when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will gird you and bring you where you do not wish to go. Now this he said, signifying by what kind of death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. The point here is, it's not the issue of how you're going to leave this earth. It's to follow me. Jesus' command here to Peter, one of his literally pillars of the early church. Jesus says, who do they say that I am? They name off all these things. And he says, but who do you say that I am? He says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And he says, on this rock. I'm going to build my church on this confession. Paul, Peter's confession there, Jesus was going to build the church. And Jesus here is telling Peter how he's going to die, how he's going to end his life, how he's going to face the end. And he, he ends it with, hey, yeah, but you, you follow me. You follow me. And then we get to the rest of the story. The instruction is clear. Remember, I brought Hamilton up and I said, Hey, you, follow me. Hey, you, follow me. Hey, you, specifically, follow me. Specifically, you. But human nature 2,000 years ago is just like it is today. And guys, if we could grasp this simple nugget this morning... And tuck this one deep into our hearts. It would, it would make our life so much more streamlined. 
It would make our life so much more focused. It would, it would instead, of, instead of getting caught up in the noise and the distraction and the, and the chaos, look, they could come out with, with stimulus package or no stimulus package, insurance or no insurance, elections or no en- elections, wars or no wars, earthquakes, rumors, whatever's going on. I hear it, but look, I'm just staying focused. I'm just following you today, Lord. Lord, good morning, Jesus. Here I go. I wake up and I'm serving you, Lord. I, here comes this lady. And Lord, give me the words to say. Let my voice, let my words be seasoned with grace, be seasoned with your mercy. Lord, I, I don't feel good today. I, I pray for my back and I pray for my family and I pray for my loved ones. And I pray, God, that you would just use me as your hands and your feet. Lord, I'm about to read your word this morning. God, I pray that you would speak specifically to me. In the, middle of, in the middle of chaos going off in the world. In the middle of total insanity out there. Bombs going off in Nashville. It's not far. Lord, I'm about to study this morning. God, what do you want me to hear from you? God, let me see you afresh. God, show me. Lord, is there places in my life that... Lord, is there things that I'm doing that I shouldn't be doing? Lord, is there attitudes that I shouldn't be having while bombs are going off? Lord, is there things happening while people are dying? Lord, is there things that, God, you want me to be doing? Lord, how can I be an instrument for you, God? How can I be your hands and feet while chaos is happening in our government with our elected officials on the highest level? God, I just pray. Lord, as you, as you speak to me, as God, you, you fill me with your spirit, God, I just want to. In the, in the place to where I am planted, in the place to where I am, I just want to be yours. While around us, craziness is happening. In the middle of death. Jesus, I want to see you. In the middle of hurt, I want to see you. In the middle of pain, I want to see you. In the middle of uncertainty, I want to see you. In the middle of, in the middle of whatever, God, I just, I just, Lord, there's a lot out here. I just want to keep following you, Lord. There's, there's a lot going on over there. I just want to follow you, Lord. There's a lot happening. I just want to, God, how can I, in the middle of all this, just be used by me, by you? Peter's been told, Pretty clearly, two words. Follow me. Peter, follow me. Peter, turning around, saw the disciple from whom Jesus loved following them, the one who he had leaned back on his bosom at supper and said, talking about John, and said, said, Lord, who is, who is the one who betrays you? So Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, Lord? Guys, I'm telling you, it's not a game we're in. It's a war. It's a spiritual battle for men's souls. It's a spiritual battle for the effectiveness of you in the kingdom of God that we're talking about here this morning, right now. The principle is so absolutely necessary, vital to the effective Christian walk, 
Peter has been given clear instructions to follow me. He turns around and he sees John coming. Verse 21, so Peter seeing him said, Jesus, and Lord, what about this man? What about that one over there? What do you want him to do? What about, what about that group over there? What, what about that bunch? Look at what he says. Jesus said to him, Hear this church. If I want him to remain until I come, what is that to you? Church, I want you to hear those words right there. What is that to you? It's none of your business what God's doing to the people around you. It's none of your business how He's blessing or not blessing those to your left or to your right. It's none of your business how they're advancing or they're getting the girl or they're getting the guy and they're rich or they're poor or they're hurting or they're sick. It's none of your business. You, what does it matter what I do to them? What does it matter what's going on in the world around you? You follow me. Hey, you. What is that? That's none of your business. Guys, that same God that's, that's here this morning shaking you and saying, Hey, you! It's none of your business. I want your spirit to hear that. I want your spirit to hear what I just said. Hey, you. It's none of your business what God's doing to your left or to your right. That's not, that's not your issue. But the enemy, the kitchen sink, the acre that I said he's going to throw at you, here's what he's going to do. He's going to say, look at what God's doing for them. Look how blessed they are. Look how good they got. Look how big their house is. Look how good their car is. Look how talented their kids are. Look how smart they are. Look at the promotion he got. Look how blessed they are. They never get sick. They're always good. Look at them. You ever deal with that? Please don't tell me I'm sitting up here and I'm the only one that ever does that. None of your business. It's not our business. You know the reason, honestly, a lot of the time we miss God in the middle of life because we're ta- we got our eyes off Him. We're, take- we're looking at somebody else's world. We're comparing ourselves to other people's situations. We're comparing ourselves. Yeah, but what about over there? What, what about Him? What does it matter what I do to them? What is that to you? What is that to you? You. Let's let's go back, Peter, to what... Let's go back to what you're supposed to be doing. You just follow me. What I do over here to this person, none of your business. You follow me. What What I'm doing over here to this group, not your party. You follow me. What's happening? What's happening out there? What's happening in the government? What's happening at work? What's happening at, at? Listen, the choices that he or she is making, he or she is making. You follow me. Just because the people around you have to be miserable, don't mean you have to be miserable. Just because the people around you 
choose to live that way and woe is me and whoa! Fill in the blanks after that moan. You know anybody like that? Some of you are thinking, yeah, I live with him. Yeah, I woke up beside her this morning. And you know what? Some of us are wanting to say, Lord, yeah, what about him or her? See, this is where the release comes. That song, what is, I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. That's it. The key is simple. So you're telling me, preacher, that I can go into 2021 and madness is could, can, probably going to happen, yeah. Life's going to happen, yeah. Difficulties are going to happen, yeah. Sickness is coming, death is coming, pain is coming, loss is coming. Mountains are coming too. Mountain, mountaintop experiences, all that comes. Not just valleys, there's mountains too. It's all going to happen. So you're telling me all i got to do is keep my eyes focused on Him and just, just simply follow Him. Yep, that's all I'm telling you to do. But what about Him? Nope, not your business. I just, I just follow Him, right? Yep, but, but what happens if they... Follow Him. What is it to you? What is it to you? You follow me, Christian. What is it to you? You... Imagine every single one of you were brought up on stage like Hamilton was earlier. And God of this universe shook you and poked you. And He's saying, hey you, follow me. Just keep your eyes on me. There's going to be some painful times, but just keep your eyes following me. There's going to be some uncertainty out there. There's going to be some things that, that you don't see what's next. Just keep, keep following my voice. We live by faith and not by sight, church. Just keep following my voice. Hey, I'm here. Follow me. Hey, I'm up here. Follow me. There's a lot of voices. There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of things going to be happening all around us. There's a lot of things going to be happening, maybe even close to you, maybe even right in the house with you. But hey, you, you follow me. Follow me. Fixing our eyes on the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him, despising the same, endured the cross and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Fixing our eyes on Jesus. The author and perfecter of our faith. It's simple. I've always said the Christian life is simple. It's so simple. Do what he says do. Who complicates it? We do. Because here's what we do. We have Jesus' voice literally telling Peter... It's none of your business. What is that to you? But what we don't hear down here on this earth is that voice. What is that to you? So guess what we do? We take our little nose off the path it should be on. And we get ourselves over into places that we should not be. And we find ourselves out of the will of God. And things mess up. 
Why did they mess up? Because God messed up or did we turn away from God? Don't worry what they're doing over there. Don't worry how I'm blessing. Don't worry how they're, how they're happening. You follow me. You be who I saved you to be. You simply be mine in the center of your world, in that moment, in that place where you find yourself, whether right here, listen church, whether right here is in a hospital room, or a funeral home, or a boss's office, or a classroom, or a ball field, or a workplace, wherever you are at that moment, Follow Jesus. And you know what? That, that'll work in 2022 too. That's, that, that'll carry on into 2024 and 28 and 2036. And, till He comes and gets you. Hey, what, what does it matter what I do over there? You follow me. Guys, I think we should pray that the God of this universe would just simply help us make it that simple. We're easily distracted. We're easily, we're like the, our, our nose are more sensitive than any beagle out there any squirrel dog or coon dog or you pick a dog they don't know nosiness until they get one of these noses we all up in everybody else's just be right there where you are who you're supposed to be you know I'm I'm just going to follow Jesus in the middle of this storm I'm just going to follow Jesus in the middle of this train wreck. I'm going to follow Jesus on this mountain. I'm going to follow Jesus through this. That's what we did the whole time. 2020, we couldn't always hear His voice. Why? Because there was a time early on in 2020. Remember how we would all glue ourselves to the TV around 5.30 every night waiting on Fauci to tell us what we could do tomorrow? Remember that? I often thought during that season, if we'd listen to Jesus as much as we would listen to Gates or Fauci or what was her name, Blocks or Blicks or Blucks, Burks. We hung on them people's every word. They were God to us. And let me say this, they were God to us because they literally controlled the here and now. Look at the authority. Look at the elevation we placed man during that season. Where, when? Who cares what they're doing? I'm just going to follow you. Whether they tell me to stay home, I'm following you. Whether they tell me to go to work, I'm following you. Whether they tell me I can play ball, I'm following you. Whether they can tell me I can go out to eat and social distance, I don't care. If i got to wear a mask, I'm going to wear a mask following you. If i got to sit miles apart, I'm going to do it. If I have to stay home, if I have to miss school, if I have to do all this, I'm just going to follow you, Jesus. 
see how much simpler that is? Verses. And you know I could sit here and spend the rest of the long time talking about all the things that's verses. Verses. Listening to the world. Verses. Getting caught up with the fad of the day. Verses. Getting caught up with the with the new thing on social media. Getting verses. Just. What if we could break it down to just the simple What's it matter what he's doing over there? What's, he, what's it matter what he's doing to them? What's it matter what's happening up there or over there? I'm going to follow him. And what that means is I'll do whatever he needs me to do. If I have to go there, if I have to be used, if I have to, I'm just going to be sensitive and listening and I'm going to follow you, Jesus. I'm going to follow you. Try it. You'll sleep better. You'll have less headache. You'll have less stomachache. You'll have less anxiety. Just trust Him. What if, you know, I don't get really into the whole New Year's resolution. Never do because we usually break them pretty quick. But what if we said, I'm just going to follow you. And some of you have said, Preacher, you're not new, and I know it. I've been coming to church forever and ever and ever, and other preachers have told me to follow them. Other preachers have got to the end of the service and walked down and said, all right, we're going to make a commitment this morning that we're going to follow Jesus. That one didn't stick either, preacher, so I don't think this one's going to stick. And you know whose fault that was? Never been a preacher on this stage that it was his fault. It's our fault. But it can change. You right now. Right there. Hey you. Not him, her, not that group around. Hey you. Hey you. Hey you. God's talking to you. Hey you. Follow me. Follow me. Wants to bow our heads. Twenty twenty one's coming, ready or not. Yeah, for some of you means some of you's like, I got work tomorrow, preacher. But you don't have to go back the same. Hey, you, God of this universe, right now, got His arms all over you, saying, "Hey, you." Follow me. Hey, you. Follow me. Father God, as we, as your sons and your daughters, we're listening, Lord. We're an army on this hill, headed into a new year of battle. We know the enemy is going to bring everything he can at us. And Lord, that's why we simply, humbly rest at your feet. God, we, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would keep Satan from us. 
That you would protect us, Lord. That you would smooth over the, the holes that he has ahead of us. That you would put a hedge of protection around us, Father God. Around our, our marriages, around our families, around our homes, our loved ones. Father God in heaven, put a hedge of protection around us. So the enemy will say, he can't get here because you're blessing him. You've protected him. God, we pray for that hedge. And God, we pray that our spirits would just be so powerful inside of us, so convicting inside of us, Lord, that when our, when our beagle sense of, of wanting to chase some, some story get ourselves off into something we shouldn't be into, get ourselves in a place to where we shouldn't go. Holy Spirit of God, do not even let us turn there. Holy Spirit of God, convict us so heavily and remind us of this moment so heavily that when we go there, we hear your voice screaming in our spirit, Hey, you, follow me. That's not your business over there. That's not what you need to be doing over there. Hey, you, follow me. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Hey, you. Hey, you, follow me. Just follow me. Don't go over there. Get back over here. Follow me. It's not your place over there. Get back over here. Follow me, God in heaven. We give you our souls for eternity. We give you our lives, Lord, down here on this earth. God, be Lord of our life. Be Lord, and not just Savior, but be Lord of our life. God in heaven. God in heaven. Take over. Take over. In Jesus' name. Amen.